Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod talking more super coach here with one of the most fascinating players heading into the 2023 season. It's a preview super coach, darling. I think it's a guy not many people want to give up on. What do we do with Kalen Ponga in 2023? So let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about last year before we talk about this year. He finished with 2% of teams, 3,000 teams in the end. And I go, some of them might be some ghost teams that quit halfway through or after the draft. That is a shockingly low amount of teams for a guy like Kalen Ponga. He averaged 50.4. He barely cracked 50. Those are alarming numbers. There's a couple of reasons why. Let's talk about some of his monster scores. Uh, there is a many. He had one, one ton, 122. And that was early, early on. If anyone listened to the pod last year, that's the week that I sold him for James Tedesco in a 5 for 5 trade. Um, I knew that was probably the last century he scored. Uh, it was against the Dragons. I sold him after that. After that century, the run of scores to go 35, 31, 40, 53, 79, 72, had the bye, then a seven. We all know how the season ended. ended. He had a six injury affected against the Roosters. So you could look and say, look, Matt, you know, that six in there as well drags it down a little bit. But okay, I understand you. Let's look at the rest. He barely cracked 50 in a lot of these games. You know, we look at it. Take out the 120. There was a 50 even, a 53, a 79, a 72, 86, 69. For a guy who's getting picked in the first, second round, that's just not good enough. You know, he ranked 27th out of fullback last year. Um, you know, there wasn't a really, a, besides take out that 122, there wasn't really a big moment. It looked like potentially from round 15 when he had the 86, obviously had the great origin game, there was going to be a bit of a run. You look even from like 10 to 12, 53, 79, 72, but then that, that Panthers, um, again, he was it was only 16, uh, 16 minutes there. It's just the injury concern plus the Newcastle attack. I don't think this is an attack on Kalen Ponga necessarily. I think this is an attack on the Newcastle setup and the way Newcastle play. It's so reliant. Now, I think they did a really, really good job of getting Jackson Hastings in. I actually think that Jackson Hastings for David Clemmer trade, Newcastle come out. Very, very big winners. I think that the forward pack for Newcastle will actually be better without David Clemmer. I think with the two Saifidi boys leading it, a bit of extra minutes for Thompson and Croker. I think their cap situation looks a lot better, getting the big David Clemmer contract off the book. And I think getting a guy like Jackson Hastings, who loves to have the ball in his hands, loves some receipts, and if he can be the lead playmaker, and whether you have Adam Clue next to him, Tyson Gamble, Phoenix Crossland, whoever you want to put next to him there. Um, I think there's an option. I think this talk of Caleb Ponga going to six is a little bit of a pipe dream. I can't see a guy with this injury history and the concussion history going in and making 30 tackles in the line weekly. Why would you do that? Why would you take an asset at the back, strengthen up the halves, get the middle moving forward, some nice finishes, which they do have this year. I really like the Dom Young, Greg Marzu pairing. I think that's a very, very nice pairing. Good finishers, good meter eaters out of their end. I think that this is going to be a very interesting season for Kellen Ponga. I think Newcastle, I'm not going to spoil where they're going to finish on the ladder for my predictions, but I think it's going to be a tough year. But 
I actually really like them for next year. I think if Adam O'Brien goes this year, they bring in a new coach, a couple more players come off the books next year, they make a couple more astute signings, get one more dominant half in there, and all of a sudden I think you're cooking in gas now. I think that forward pack is young enough. I think Frizzell's the only really long in the tooth guy, but he has still got some value. I think the outside backs are starting to really come together with the, the way that they want to do it. I think you've got a good nine in Braley. I think Jackson Hastings, again, it's going to be whether to be seen if the personality and the culture fit is there. But all I know is I think that Kalen Ponga isn't necessarily in the same position as last year where the, he's going to be the lead attacking playmaker. I think Hastings can take that. Ponga go into more of a secondary role there and not have to be forced to come in and play six all the time on the field. What do you do from a super coach perspective with Kalen Ponga? Because to me, I'll just kind of go through it now. We're still really sorting out the big board and the rankings. Right now, I've got him slotted in as the 10th best fullback. And there's a chance I might even drop him one more uh, into 11. But right now, I've got him at 10. I've got some, you know, it's all, all the guys you know you think of. You've got Teddy, Latrell, Hines, Pappy, Turbo, Gutherson, Drinkwater, Edwards, and I've even got Reese Walsh ahead of him slightly. I think there's a real chance that guys, you look under him, you know, Kennedy, Savage, CNK, Avarillo, Campbell, some of these guys could, there's a chance that, you know, looking from a draft perspective, again, the difference between some of these guys from, you know, Gutho down to Campbell, there's not much of a difference. I thought last year was going to be the, definitely the year that he gets taken out of the uh, second round and, you know, dropped into the third. He did stay a late second round pick in our league last year. Uh, this year, I'd, I'd be stunned if he goes top two. I really, really would. Uh, round three, even, if I was looking for a fullback in round three, I could talk myself into it. I could go, you know what, but him in round three and someone like a CNK, Savage, or Avril in around, you know, six, going to be a topic. I really thought about doing this one because, obviously, if anyone listened to the first Supercoach pot of the offseason with Nom, we kind of spoke about Caelan Ponga and, you know, we're going through who would you rather have and we were going through it and it's shocking how much he's fallen. And, again, I think he can get back. I think it's it's not a Caelan Ponga problem. I think it's a Newcastle system, attacking setup, half situation problem. That's what I really do think it comes down to. I think if you put Kalen Ponga at the one for Parramatta and you swap Tim and Clint Gutherson, I think you'd get very, very similar results, potentially even greater. I think you saw that. I'm never going to forget that game, that game for Origin, where he just really tore up and was the man. He was the man in that game. I'm not going to forget about that. So if you're in the late second round, early third round of a draft, and Ponga's there, I can understand it. I could even potentially do it. You know, if we're looking and you're on the clock and there's 30 seconds left and Caelan Ponga's body staring at you and you go, you know what? I saw that Origin game. Now, is that Queensland team the same as this Newcastle team? That's a separate question. But to me, it's such an intriguing factor. I thought it was last year. He got drafted in the second round. He got traded within two weeks. He got traded again after three weeks. You're traded at the end of the season as well. You got traded four times in our league. A star fullback does not get that kind of treatment um, in these type of draft leagues. I think in Classic, you saw less than 2% of the teams had him by the end of the season, active teams. So the the disrespect is there. Um, whether they can bounce back again, it's not a Ponga problem. It's a Newcastle problem. I'm not going to own many Newcastle players this year, but you know potentially if... 
if the value is too good, um, you know, there's an option, if there's a big trade to be made and you can kind of get him back as the piece. It's going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm very keen to hear what Newcastle fans have to think about this because I think Newcastle fans, similar to me as a para fan with Gotho, you get very protective and you see what they do for the team in and out, in the, even in the bad times. So I get that point. It's going to be very interesting to see if that Queensland form, you know, he had that. The good thing is for him, I will say, he did finish up really early. Didn't play any World Cup. He had the last eight games off in the last season. There was no final. So he should be very fresh and ready to go. So I could see a very big start of the season for Caelan Ponga. Whether a Newcastle team can go with him, that's a separate question. We'll leave it there, guys. Thanks for listening. Keen to hear your thoughts on Caelan Ponga and any fullbacks you will take above or ahead of him. Let us know. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.